0: And now it's time for a special presentation of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. And now with the call, Chris Spicer.
1: Oh baby, just like that. I can't tell you what's gonna happen because all sorts of craziness has happened inside and on this Jerry Wells Gymnasium hardwood court floor. SUNY Podsy and Maxie Hall. First the girls overall section 10 finals. And then next the boys overall section 10 finals. Alongside the doctor tonight to so keep me in check, baby. As Doc say, he gets it done on his side of the fence, we get it done on our side of the fence. The big question tonight, as Hewleton takes on the Governor Wildcats, is are they gonna score more than six points in the first half? They got here, and we'll get to that in a second. But it wasn't easy. There are Bulldogs 10-2 during the regular season, 6-2, and, and out of conference play. 18-4 overall headed into the playoffs, losing to and twice during the regular season. But they knocked off the Cougars, then they knocked off the Knights, and then they beat the Red Devils in stunning fashion, 19-2. And that's where everything started to swirl inside that SUNY Potsdam maxi Hall where the magic happens tornado. It was a 19-2 first quarter run. No one would ever predicted that. And on route, your Hewleton Bulldogs beat the Red Devils a lot to a little. We get into the overall section 10 semis. And well, your Hubleton Bulldogs, it wasn't pretty like I said. But they just knock off the Messina Red Raiders. What a contest that was. Your Hewlett and Bulldog girls were down eight points going into the fourth quarter and come back to win to face the Governor Wildcats here tonight. The Wildcats, great season for them. They tied in first place in the Central Division with Messina with a mark of twelve and two. They were three and three and out of conference play. They get into the playoffs. They knock off the Potsdam Sandstones, 80-28. And then the Camp Bears in the championship game, 37-27. You know, honestly, you all thought that Hammond and Hewleton would have been a really good game. But it wasn't. And it went the other way. And then you see the Hewelton boys down by 26 points in the second quarter of the semis. They come back to win. And then Hewelton scoring only six points in the first quarter. First half, excuse me. It was like 13 to 6. But they come from behind and win. I would tend to tell you that I think that Hewleton is the better basketball team. And they should win this game on paper. But when it comes to March Madness, it's about the matchups on the floor. How the teams have improved throughout the season. And you never know when these teams have played each other or opponents like they, you know, each have played a similar opponents when maybe there's players out because of COVID and all the things that are going on. So that kind of gives you a snapshot and we're about ready in a little bit here to get to the tip-off. I wanna thank you, I think we're on 873 now over the 12 years together. We're going on like by the end of the boys game, 17 games in 17 days. I appreciate you listening, and all our sponsors. I'm always talking about them. You're hearing the commercials, and you'll always hear me say, please go into those places. I really do use their services, too, and their products, and try to spend my money with them. And we support them in a full circle around the North Country. Well, we could have some history. Go down again tonight. We had history in the fact that the Huleton boys and Huleton girls have never won the same Section 10 boys and girls basketball championship in the same year. They did it this year. Now, with that being said, yes, Huleton girls have won a Section 10 overall championship, but the Huleton boys never have. So I feel like there's some real history. And if I were the girls team, I'd remind them a little bit and say, you know what, let's do our part, and then the boys can do their part, because that, again, is just another unique piece to Huelton High high School sports history. And, while we're getting ready to announce the starting lineups. Your Hewelton Bulldogs trying to get to the top of the hill for the second time here at SUNY Stand. They got to the top of the hill, won the Section 10 championship, I'm telling you a good idea if you're looking for a new lazy board a nice real comfortable couch or some Amish furniture, go to the Top of the Hill Mattress and Furniture in Hubleton, visit them, see what they've got. They can also order things for you. Then shop around, but you'll find that you're gonna get a <laughs> buy the best price right at Top of the Hill mattress and furniture. And I don't just speak these things out of my you know what. I talk to my clients, I know my clients, I talk to their customers. It's now the Wildcat. Coming out under the floor, coached by Sean Devlin. Sophomore number one, Chloe Smith. Senior, Tori Salisbury. And with some bright sneaks in the house, Raylan Burns. Junior Leah to And out here comes the senior Alexis Devlin. That the starting five for the Governor Wildcat. And now you're a Houston Bulldog. And you know, playoffs aren't always about dominating. They're about ups and downs. They're about growing. And while this Ulysses Girls basketball team, as much as they did play some good basketball in that first half against Messina, they have played some awesome basketball throughout this season. And now the sophomore Catherine Cunningham, sophomore Ryland McAllister, I can't help but think the Bulldogs are going to have a lot more than six points in this first half. And it's good to see Malthorpe. Remember, she got injured in the overall semi, and she was limping, didn't play a majority of the game. So it's good to see her back out on the floor tonight. Sophomore Ray McGaw. Oh, boy. A trifecta hurt around the world here to help propel the girls into this championship game. And now 22,
2: Isabella
1: Doyle. And I'm just thinking, as normally Trapping would be a starter in the lineup. I haven't seen her yet. She a, she's not even dressed here tonight. I'm not sure. I'm not going to speculate. But that's a big player out. But we get back next to the action, you and I, on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 a.m.
3: Community Health Center of the North Country. For over 45
4: years, our team has been providing care for people of all ages in Canton, Governor, Malone, and now in our newest location at 102 Ford Street in Ogdensburg. Our team specializes in family medicine and provides care to all members of the community and is conveniently located on the Ogdensburg City bus route. If the need arises, give our team a try. For over 45 years, we've cared for thousands of families just like yours. Visit chcnorthcountry.org for more information. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer.
1: Uh, welcome you back inside uh, the sports Richard Winter sports Cancer Ball Center Ball. broadcast booth. Just in case, you're joining me. Glad to be with you tonight. SUNY Potsdam girls overall Texas ten Finals. The Governor Wildcats Class B champion over the Canton Bears moving on into the state playoffs. The Houlton girls Class C champion moving on into the state playoffs. Right now we know they play on Saturday, March 12th. Where and when against who still to be determined. The boys from Houlton will also play the same day. The Wildcats in their gray uniforms with, like, the neon yellow numbers on the front and back. Hewleton, the white unit, white shorts, the purple in them, and they got the white jerseys with the purple numbers on the front and back. Hewleton will be going right to left trying to score in the left end. The Wildcats will be going left to right. It's the Wildcats that strike early. They put it up off the left class and good and draw a foul. So that's some early action by Burns, the senior. She got a nice feed off the tip off and put it up off the left glass. And now we'll try to go to the line to convert the three-point play. Foul shot is up and good. That's the way to start for that young lady. And just like that, in lightning quick action, the Governor Wildcats got a 3 nothing lead. Malthorpe down in the left corner. Works it out to the top of the arc. That's stolen by the Wildcats. Here they come. They get it over out front. Kick it back out top of the arc. Now Burns, corner three. No good. Rebound by Doyle. Had the position underneath. And gets it over into the hands of Cunningham. Cunningham, top of the arc with the right hand dribble. Works it over to her right. Goes down in the right corner to Malthor. Now Malthor back to Cunningham. Over in the Thought about the three, didn't take it. Now to Doyle. Doyle McAllister. Thought about it again. Six on the shot clock. Now, Huleton. Got to do something. They turn the ball over. Huleton kind of starting out the way they were against the Messina Red Raiders. 3-0 lead here for the Wildcats. 6.54 to go in this first quarter. Brought to you by Seaway Valley Prevention Council. Reality check. Three-pointer governor. Right-wing side. No good. Rebound underneath by Cunningham. And now Cunningham quickly up the floor. Middle of the floor, across half court, just as right to Doyle. And now we got a timeout by head coach Rod Powers. Early on in this contest, it's a buck 23 and only trailing three. It's not because he feels, I think, necessarily. Governor Orr's got all the momentum in the world, but I just feel like he's seeing some things he doesn't like and wants to make sure that they have a good offensive trip up the floor here. 3 nothing, 6.37 to go. Back-to-back games here tonight. Following this one will be a dandy of a game. Can beat Huleton earlier in the year, but then Huleton's got their pieces of the puzzle together, developed, and then they beat Can by like 7 or 8 the next time around. So that's anybody's game, and, and that's going to be a dandy of a game. I hope a lot of people come out. On. Callister, three for and left wing side, no good, rebounded by the Wildcats. Up ahead, breakaway pass, and a pass to the right of the basket, off Doyle's shoes, and out across rolling the baseline. Well, the baseline ain't rolling. <laughs> I can tell you that. But the ball was just a rolling. And now Governor Offensive basket inbounding is Salisbury. It's out to the top of the yard. They kick it outside the paint, left side. Come in. Jumper. No good. Rebound. Put back. Good. By Devlin. And it's a 5-0 run here by the Wildcats. And now they work it over the left wing side. In the corner, McAllister, the three. No good. Doyle, the rebound. Back to Cunningham. Settles it at the top of the arc to Mouthorp. Three from the top of the arc. No good. Rebound on the right corner by Cunningham. Now they work at Doyle. Kicks it back out, Cunningham. Top of the arc. Left side, McAllister. 22 on a shot clock. Good defense by these Governor Wildcats. Now they work it over the right side. In the paint, Cunningham. Right-hand floater. No good. Underneath, McGall working for the rebound. Ball about and off, deal with him. And well, doing everything they could, but just not being able to convert. And now the Wildcats inbounded in. They work it over. Eventually get getting across half court, but losing in and out of their hands. McAllister with it, goes for it. Up off the right glass, good. She's got a good touch. When she's on from three, she's really on. But she's got a good touch near the basket. Five to two. And now a foul here on the governor of Wildcats. You can tell tonight it means something to head coach Rob Powers. He's more animated in a good way. I mean, he's calm.
5: And I'm not saying
1: he's not calm now, but I can see it a little bit. He wants to win this one tonight. And now the Wildcats back with the ball here. Second team foul on the Bulldogs in this first quarter. And a first on McGaw. Governor off the right baseline. Dish it over to the left side. Outside the paint. Jumper good. A seven-footer from Pennell. And it's a 7-2 lead here for the Wildcats. Governor doing a nice job on the offensive end. And now, McGaw out front puts it up. Oh, it went off the backboard and rimmed around the rosy, but no posey. And she'll go to the line, though, for two shots. That'll be the first team foul here on the Wildcats in this first quarter. Woo-wee. And now from the line, McGaw bounces off the left side of the rim and out to the right. And the score remains 7-2. to I'm telling you, the boys and girls have been traveling parallel paths in these games. Second one is missed. As the boys have been missing some foul shots as well as they've been making some. Girls have done the same. You know, the boys came back from a huge deficit. The girls come back from a huge deficit. Boys not scoring a lot in the first half. You know, obviously, against Matt Waddington. Girls not scoring a lot in the first half against the Raiders. Needless to say, we're through four minutes of play, and they've got two points here. A turnover, though, by the Wildcats. And the ball will go back to the Lady Bulldogs. They work it to the right elbow. Kick it out, left arc. Mouth door. Puts the dribble down. Kicks it back. Now they go a jumper from the top of the key. No good by Cunningham. Ball bounces back to her, though. Now she goes to Doyle. Spin around. Good. Couple feet out. That's good for her to get her in the offensive throw. And now we got a turnover on the governor of Wildcats. The old travel. It's kind of like, you know, when you compare it to the game of football, like the holding call, right? It's just a stinky call. Not that it's a bad call I'm saying the officials are making. It's just as bad as a holding. Goes the other way. And now the Eagleton Bulldogs. With it is Maltor at the top of the arc. Works it over to the left. They go Doyle. Kicks it Cunningham. Good ball movement. Moussor, jumper, 12-footer, right side, no good. Rebounded underneath by Devlin. And quickly up the floor. Here comes Salisbury. Salisbury just is left into the hands here at Canal. Now over to the right side to Smith. Smith for the Wildcats, dribbles way over to the left side. Nice pass inside, and then we got a foul on Doyle. And I agree with her. She's got her hands out. I'm not sure what she did. She was just standing there, and a girl ran into her. And Raylan Burns, who made the first basket of this game, drew the foul, converted a three-point play. Now going to go to the line for a couple shots here. A 5-0 run by Governor Ward to start this first quarter. Burns foul shot too strong. Off the back of the cylinder and bounces out to the right. Sometimes the heebie-jeebies come out a little at Maxie Hall. Can you control them? Second one, miss. End-to-end misses here on a foul line. Doyle the rebound. She gets it up ahead. Jumper no good, but Doyle out front for the rebound no good. But there is that spark plug Meltor. Saves the day. Doyle thought about the three. She'll give it back to Cunningham. 21 on the shot clock. 7-4. That was big foul shots missed by the Governor Wildcat. And now an in and out by the Huleton Bulldogs score remains 7-4. They had a chance to spread it back out to five. They didn't, but they do have the ball back now with 2.47 to go in the quarter. And with it out there over to Smith, gets it top of the arc into the hands of Salisbury. Back over to Smith. Now they work it out front. Pass it over off the right baseline. Ball tipped. Last touch by McAllister. And it will be the Governor Wildcats underneath the offensive basket over to the left off the baseline. Salisbury the senior, she's going to be substituted for, I believe that's potentially Beesaw coming in. Just waiting to see the number. Yes, that is Beesaw. So Sal's, Smith will throw it in. Guarded by McAllister. Gets it out to the top of the arc into the hands of Burns. Burns now dishes left wing side to Beesaw. Beesaw now back to Burns. Burns. Outside the paint, right side. No good as the shot clock was winding down. Cunningham the rebound. One-on-one. On one. Goes to the hole. Puts a shot up. No good. Ball just kind of looking like it's going in, but doesn't fall. Casper, the friendly ghost, hanging around the rims here tonight to start this first quarter. 2-10 to go. Still a tight game. 7-4. Governor orders the three-point lead. They work it down to the Wildcats to Devlin. Back to the top of the arc. And now right out of the arc. Pass inside stolen by Doyle. And up the right side of the floor with the right hand dribble, a buck fifty to go. She's calm in her demeanor. And now a three for the Bulldogs. Good by Ryland McAllister. And then our first factor rung up in the Carlisle-Lofburg three-point meter. And the first time we've been tied up here since the start of this game. Seven-seven. Humbleton, after getting down five-nothing. Scratching themselves back in it here. Now the Wildcats work it down in the right corner to Beesaw. Beesaw dribbles back. Passes back, and there's Doyle on the floor. Grabbing the ball. Tied up, though, by Devlin. Jump ball. Possession arrow in favor of the Lady Bulldogs. So Isabel Doyle, a couple rebounds at least already. uh, A steal. uh, Forcing the jump ball there, the tie-up. And now they get it into Cunningham. Minute nine to go in the first quarter. Can the Bulldogs take the lead for the first time here in this contest? Right elbow jumper, no good. Rebounded by Lily Spooner. Had to bat it back so she didn't go out across the baseline with it. Into the hands of the Wildcats. Good effort there, but falls in, as mentioned, to Governor. 48 seconds to go in the first quarter. 7-7. 7-7. Governor slips. Vesaw doing a good job not traveling. Gets it in the hands of Smith. There's now nine seconds. 12-foot jumper. Left side, no good. Ball in the corner, and that is last off the Governor Wildcats. So clock stops with 33.4. And the Hilton Bulldogs with their second chance up the floor to take the lead here tonight. And we're just getting rolling. They work it over to the left side to Doyle. Outside, paint, left side. Works over to right side. or back top of the arc. Now McAllister, three from the left side. Oh, it went in and out. It was so close. But it's still 7-7. And Governor Orr with the shot clock off. And 10 seconds on the game clock. They're in the offensive end. They work it down into the right corner to Ryuta. Now Ryuta, right elbow jumper. Fouled by Spooner. With 2.4 to go at a Wildcats, We'll have a chance to take the lead late here in the quarter. Still time for Hewleton to potentially get a shot from half court. Going to be tough, obviously. But not impossible. Follow shot is up and good. So to junior, Ryuta. Her first time to the line cashing in. Got a rhythm down. It's up. Looks good and is. Nine to seven. One second. Deep three. No good off the right side of the backboard from Cunningham. And the Governor Wildcat just at the end of the quarter. restakes her claim to this contest. Nine seven. Two-point lead. We visit some great sponsors and come back next here. On the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM.
0: When
6: you need friends to help you fight that fight, they're right at the Richard Winter Cancer Center with state-of-the-art cancer treatment. Did you know that the Richard Winter Cancer Center is the only cancer program in the region recognized for exceptional collaborative cancer care by both the Commission on Cancer of the American College of Surgeons and the American College of Radiology? The Richard Winter Cancer Center in Ogdensburg. They will help you fight the fight with their exceptional service and state-of-the-art cancer treatment.
7: Hey, buddy, let's take a little walk. When I say go outside, we go outside. When I say fork it over, you fork it over. Hey, when I say pause the movie, we pause the movie. Cigarettes and cigarette companies are bullies. Don't let tobacco control you or your kids. This message brought to you today by Advancing Tobacco-Free Communities of St. Lawrence, Jefferson, and Lewis County. You're
4: listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back
1: inside. That Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. It's nice and cozy inside. It's Tilly Potts and Maxie Hall. Jerry Wells Gymnasium. Site of this girls class D overall section 10 final. Your Hewelton Bulldogs taking on the Governor Wildcats. Wildcats have a 9-7 lead at the end of the first quarter. And now 7.32 to go. And a Wildcats, a rebound, keep possession after a missed shot. And now a jump ball, possession arrow, in favor, I believe, of the wildcat. No, the Bulldogs. Thought I was in possession of the Bulldogs the last time. <laughs> See what happens when you blink your eyes twice. And the Bulldogs in their white unis, purple numbers on the front and back, cruising right to left. Thank you for listening to our 873rd game over 12 years together, and a lot of those games have been with this Hewleton girls basketball team, and now a jumper, top of the yard, no good. They are bat-to-bat-to-bat state champ. The Lady Bulldogs, from 2014 to 2017, and in between a perfect season, 28-0. and 0. I mean spectacular! But they miss on their opportunities on the offensive end, and the Governor Wildcats will bring it up the floor. They get it across half court. Not an extremely low score in first quarter, but a low score in first quarter. And now Governor works it to the top of the yard. And now they'll take a three from the right side. No good. Rebound for the taken and gotten back by the Governor Wildcats. And now the Wildcats with a travel and will give the ball back here. To the Hewleton Bulldogs. So Catherine Cunningham will inbound the sophomore. Defensive end off the left sideline. And now they're working across half court. Working over the right side to Johnson, Chesity, Doyle. Top of the key. This is left over to McAllister. Back to Doyle. Over the right side. Back top of the arc, moving them all, tic-tac-toe. Here we go, three from the top, no good. And there is Cuttingham chasing another one down. Holy cow. And now they work in a three from the left wing side. Good! Nothing but that. She's got two of them in the first half. And for the first time tonight, the Huleton Bulldogs take a lead in this contest. 5.45 to go in the second quarter. A one-point lead. Governor and their gray unis and the neon yellow numbers front and back. They're cooking left to right. They started with a 5-0 run. Had a 7-2 lead, but then Hilton a 5-0 run. And now in the second quarter, taking the lead. Governor are now missing on the offensive end. They do get their rebound. Jumper just in from the foul line, no good. Doyle the rebound. And she'll get it to Cunningham. Momentum starting to change here in the favor of the Lady Bulldogs. They work it over to McAllister, left wing side, now right side. Into the hands of Johnson. back top of the arc to Cunningham. Cunningham now left elbow, jumper, good, banks it off the backboard. She's got her first points and all of a sudden, a 5 nothing run to start the second quarter here for the Hilton Bulldogs. Now a three, Govan or no good. West, no, excuse me, Cunningham, the rebound. Up the floor quickly to McAllister. Just outside the paint, off the glass. The young lady, like I said, five, six feet away from the basket, really has a nice touch. A little Scotty Pippen kiss there from the old Chicago Bull days with Michael Jordan. But it just wasn't Jordan, and it just wasn't Pippen. I mean, it was Cartwright. It was Rodman. I mean, it was Steve Kerr, Paxton. I mean, just to name a few. I mean, 70 crickets. You always think just Jordan Pippen. But if it wasn't for those other guys, too, I don't think they would have had the success they did. Well, good success there for the Hubleton Bulldogs. A 7 nothing run to start the second quarter. We visit a sponsor, and we'll be back next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 a.m.,
0: Buster's Sports Bar and Restaurant's nightly food specials this week. Wednesday's dinner special is Spaghetti with Oscar's Famous Meatballs. Thursday, turkey dinner with all the fixins. Friday, haddock fish fry with side and salad. On Saturday, prime rib dinner and is it tasty. Sunday, open-faced prime rib sandwich. Come in and eat. Curbside pickup, get it delivered through Buster's or Food Fetch. Many ways to get your Buster's fix. Buster's in Ogdensburg is open Wednesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8.30.
4: You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer.
1: All righty, baby. A great night to pop some popcorn. And I'll give you a little secret ingredient. A travel by governor out of timeout. Just a little bit of hot sauce. Just a little bit. And you'll popcorn, shake it up a couple of times. Boy, is it all Making up words, we are together. Doyle, jumper from the top of the key, no good. Governor saves it from going out, and they'll bring it up the floor left to right. They've been lists in the opening four minutes of the second quarter. A 7-0 run by the Bulldogs here to start. Bulldogs warming up that offense here. Doyle working hard in the defensive end, keeping those arms out and up. Now they're working in the left corner. Lady Bulldogs paying woman-to-woman defense here. And now they get into the paint. Jumper blocked by the Bulldogs. and into the hands of a callister. She's been feeling it lately. She pulls it up. Doyle, three from the top of the arc. Just short off the front of the rim. Rebound by the Bulldogs underneath. I'm telling you, there's a whole bunch of Energizer buddies for these Hewilton Bulldogs. A lot of them just keep going and going and going. They must have the copper top in them, baby. And you get that copper top, the other man. Oh, that's competition. To the big bunny. And now Governor finally striking Devlin to stop the bleeding here. So, Governor, just like that, even though Hewitton's went off a 5-0 run in the first quarter and then a 7-0 run to begin the second quarter, are only down by three here. Bulldogs have it top of the arc. They work it to Doyle. Over to the right side. And now inside. Back top of the arc. Doyle. Oh, good. Her feet were on the line. 16-11. Push back out to five. And now Governor works it over the left side of the floor and across half court. They work at top of the arc. Now nice pass down into Devlin, kicks it out right corner to Canell. Back now into the paint, work it into the left corner, jumper, 10 footer, good. No, it's a three. She was completely behind the line. And Burns, a big try, Fecta 16-14. to 14. We got a good old-fashioned basketball game happening out on the hardwood court floor. And now, jumper, Althorpe, right side, no good. And Governor comes away with a chance to tie it right back up after Hilton had a five-point lead, 16-11. to 11. Governor can make it 16-16. Ball off their foot. Governor ball, good call there. Epistles right on it, as they should be here in a championship game. For you to check it in here for head coach Devil. Doyle will inbound, the Lady Dogs will go the length of the floor. They get it into the hands of Maltor. Now she works it over to Cunningham. They dish it down near the left corner. McAllister, she comes in, gets it to Cunningham, off the left baseline. Cunningham, good, good feed there from McAllister to Cunningham. She finishes eighteen to fourteen. Here comes the Wildcats. Fern ball tipped out of her hands. Excuse me, Devlin. And here comes Hewelton right back up the floor. Right elbow jumper. Cunningham, no good. Weston got her hands on it. Great work by her. She is relentless and works hard. And eventually tipped that ball back to Maltorff, and then Maltorff went up for a shot. No good, but fouled, and she'll go to the line for a couple of shots here. Again, Allie trapped and not dressed tonight. We hope she's okay. I don't speculate about that because I know nothing. Just pointing it out to you. I was curious to why maybe she wasn't in the starting lineup as normally she is. First one is up and good. I thought the first one was good. It was. The second one was not. They just took a while. I'm like, did I really? You know it's possible I see something that might not have happened. Kind of like seeing Bigfoot here tonight. Could we see Bigfoot? Could be Elvis in the house. And now a bank shot, no good, out front, rebound, put back, great effort there by Ryuta. 19-16. And, well, when it looked like Governor could kind of space himself out here in this first half, second quarter, Governor's done a fine job coming back. But leading with the right hand out front is Cunningham. She really starting to feel it now. It's good to see this offense getting going a little bit for Hewelton. 21-16. Five-point lead. Governor with a big possession here. 24 on the game clock. 17 on the shot clock. And now right elbow jumper. Rims in and out. Doyle the rebound. And now kicks it to Cunningham. Up to Malthorpe. 13 on the game clock. Down to 10 now. Cunningham top of the arc. Go to left. Doyle 3 from the left wing side. No good. Rebound. Weston tipped it. Governor's got it. Three seconds. They shoot him from half-court. It almost went in. It's a Evelton Molog A five point lead Here at the half They outscore The Governor Wildcats 14 to 7 In that second Quarter And We'll take a break Visit some Of our great Sponsors And then Be back We're going to Dip our toes. It is a chicken wing soup halftime show from Buster. next on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM.
8: A lot
3: has changed over the last year, but some things haven't. The Carlisle Law Firm has remained committed to helping our clients for the last 60 years. During the pandemic, we stayed open, and we continued the fight for our clients. At the Carlisle Law Firm, consultations are always free and we don't get paid unless you get paid. Call The Ones, 315-393-1111 or visit us on the web at carlislefirm.com.
5: Before I was J-Lo, I found my second home here at the Boys and Girls Club. Daniel coaches baseball at the club. But he's also go, go, coaching kids go, go. and teens to reach their full potential. Phyllis teaches kids how to make healthy snacks, but she's also teaching them a recipe for success. Larry Maldonado taught me how to dance at the Boys and Girls Club but that's not why I made it I made it because he taught me I can I'm Jennifer Lopez national spokesperson for Boys and Girls Clubs great futures start here
3: what improvements would you make to your house
9: Hi, it's Richard from St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union. We have a new share draft rewards program. It's called Premier Rewards. No minimum balance and no monthly fee. Get 2% cash back on debit card purchases up to a max of $8 per month. And get up to $30 in ATM fees refunded per month. Qualifications apply. Contact us or go to our website for more details. St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union, where people are worth more than money. Federally insured by the NCUA. You're listening to AM
4: 1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM 1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer.
1: Oh, baby, there you are. Are you feeling better? You and I came over in the old mystery machine, man. Yeah, you, me, and Scrappy, too. And, wow, well, you weren't looking good when you first walked in. But I hope you're doing better. Take a drink of some H2O, baby. And, well, you and I dive ourselves into the Busters halftime show here on the North Country Sports Authority. Good to be with you. It will be, by the end of the night, our 17th game in 17 days during these playoffs. Right now, girls section 10 overall finals. Hilton Bulldogs versus the Governor Wildcats. The Governor Wildcats finished in the Central in a tie for first, 12 and 12-2 during the regular season, and out of conference play, 3-3. Three and three. Knocked off the Sandstoners, 80-20. to 20. And then the Can Bears in the championship game, 37-27. to 27. Get into that overall semifinals. They took care of business against Madden-Wannington, and that's how they continued... Their very good season. Win or lose between these two teams tonight. They've already won their class championships. Governor Class B champs, Huilton Class B champs, and moving on into the state playoffs. Here Hewelton Bulldogs, they finish in second at ten and two, two games behind the Hammond Red Devils, who had beat them twice during the regular season. They finished six and two and out of conference play to have an eighteen and four mark going in the playoffs. Knocked off the Edwards Knox Cougars. Then they knocked off the Lisbon Golden Knights, and then Stunning Fashion knocked off the him and Red Devils to win that Class D championship. They got into the overall semis, had a game against Messina, and boy, oh boy, you can hear Scooby, who's still out in the mystery machine, ro-ro-shaggy, as they scored six first half points. It was 13-6, to and then trailing by eight, going into the fourth quarter, and then here come them Lady Bulldogs. And they pull it out in the end, something like 32 to 31. And, well, that's how they have gotten here. It wasn't currently ranked in girls' class D basketball. The latest that I looked was seventh in the state. And they will be playing a playoff state game on Saturday, March 12th. Where and what time and against two still to be determined. If they win that game, and it's going to be a tough game, but if they win it, they will find themselves in the New York State Final Four. After this one tonight, blop, bop, lop, bam, boom, pretty pretty, we're going right back on the track again in the boys' overall Section 10 championship. The Canton Bears and the Hewleton Bulldogs. Scoring, Ryland McAllister leads all scores in that first half. She's got 10 points in two big trifectas. The first one she scored, I took the lead for the Bulldogs, and I consider that our St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union, where you are worth more than money play that first half. It was a big basket to get things going in the right direction. Again, Cunningham with six, Isabella Doyle with four. For the Hewlett or excuse me, the Governor Wildcats, Raylan Burns six, Devlin four, riuta four, and Canella has a basket. And that is the scoring for both teams. Twenty one six Who's gonna win it? Who's in it to win it? Only a total of three. Trifectus rung up in the Carlisle off three-point meter. Working hard for hardworking people. Lloyd Green, the second ever. Vance Otis, Simon, and William Carlisle. Taking care of business if you need them to. Call the one 393-1111. Well, taking care of business was the Bulldogs in the second quarter. They were a little rickety in the first quarter. But then they got some fix-a-flat for those broken spokes. And away they went. Chugga, 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 chugga. Into the five-point lead. Both teams are back out on the floor. Couple minutes to warm up. Second half next on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM.
6: Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better.
0: Oh yeah, it's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog.
6: Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like.
7: tremendous performances by so many of our student athletes during these playoff and championship games, but the votes are in. This week's pepsi Augsburg Fowler Student Athlete of the Week is Isabella Doyle from the Hewelton girls basketball team. Recently, girls class D semifinal with Lisbon. Doyle shows her senior leadership on the floor, outstanding on the boards, goes on to score a game-high 18 points in the contest. Hewelton wins and clinches her ticket to the championship game. In that championship game, Doyle scores nine points in the first quarter, including a big-time three once again strong night on both backboards and once again scores the game-high 17 points lady Bulldogs knock off Hammond and into the state playoffs truly a team effort the Hewleton Bulldogs put forth and Doyle no doubt part of those efforts and will receive an awesome water bottle from Pepsi two slices from Cam's pizzeria and no doubt this week's Pepsi Augustburg Ballard student athlete of the week
4: You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer.
1: All righty. You settle yourself in. I'll settle myself in. We step out of our Buster's Halftime Show now into this third quarter. Just in case you're joining me girls section 10 class d overall excuse me section 10 overall final not just class d the overall final hewleton bulldogs they weren't looking so good to start governor with a five nothing run but hewleton closed that quarter out on a, a run of their own and only trailed by two nine seven and then outscored governor 14 seven in the second quarter for the five point lead on the hollow pump supply scoreboard 21 16. Evelton in their white unis, purple numbers front and back, going left to right. Doyle spins around out front. No good. Rebounded by the Wildcats. Wildcats in their gray unis with the neon yellow numbers. They're going right to left, up the floor here. Well, Evelton trying to celebrate another night of back-to-back championships here. Go down to Duggs and celebrate. No doubt about it. But also celebrate this weekend the Rabbit Derby and the benefit for Cody Holland. And I'll pass up ahead to Malthorpe off the left baseline. About a five-foot left-handed floater, no good. And seven minutes to go here in this third quarter. Brought to you by Community Health Center of the North Country, offering affordable health care across the North Country. And now Governor works it. They're only down five here. And looking for the first basket. Seven on the plot. Bingy defense by the Lady Bulldogs. Now they go to the hole. Put it up. Good. Salisbury cutting like a knife through the defense. 21-18. And, uh, thought it was Salisbury. Yes, it is. And now Hewleton. McAllister three from the right wing side. Good. Oh, boy. She's looking like she was at SUNY Kenton. Knocking them down, 24-18, her third, three-pointer tonight, 13 points up on the old scoreboard, 24-18, a six-point lead. Fourth and quarter, more for the Governor Wildcats than the Bulldogs, and now Bella Doyle, a block, she's had several steals, couple blocks, bunch of rebounds. Twelve foot jumper, right side, no good. Rebounded in the corner by McAllister, back to Doyle and up the middle of the floor. Up ahead to Cunningham, stops up off the glass, no good, but fouls. Reason I think it's a more important uh, quarter for the Governor Wildcats is really as that first quarter developed and especially the way that second quarter went down. Hewelton is in control of this basketball game right now. I'm not going to say they're going out and and will win it or. They're kicking the heck out of Governor. They're just in control. And I feel like Governor has got to keep them reeled in, and they're going to have a real tough time. First one is up and in. Next one is up and off the front of the rim. But Cunningham and company, the Bulldogs get the rebound. Doyle now. A sweet 11-and-a-half-foot jumper from the right side. Market on the court. 27-18. Whoa, was that a three-pointer? I thought, she, Whoa, man, I'm not sure about that. Not sure about that. But we got a three-pointer rung up. She looked like she was not behind the line at all. I was surprised. Not saying she was. And now the Bulldogs miss a couple shots, and now we're going to have a reach-in foul on Doyle or Cunningham. I think if it's on Doyle, that's her second. Each team has one team foul. And now the Huelton boys, they're going to go into the locker room and get ready. I think they're going to have me come in and do a pregame speech like Herb Brooks back in 1980. Chris Spicer coming at you in 2022. I know what I would say to him. But we'll save that for the next game. 4.42 to go. Hewelton back with the ball. Ball blocked by the Wildcats. And here come the Wildcats. Smith up the right side of the floor. He's got some wheels. Gets across half court. Now blocking foul called on Malthorpe. And just like that, Hewelton two team fouls here in this quarter. And just being honest, like, uh, you know, I wanted to make sure uh, my daughter, a champion today, got her tonsils out. Got her home. Uh, she's in really good hands with my sister. I uh, governor a basket out front. Good. If I wasn't feeling it and McKenzie wasn't doing all right, McGough top of the key, no good. Doyle the rebound, and we got a foul on the wild Then I wouldn't have actually broadcasted. So I thank my sister for coming over. I know she's super good hands and been a true champion. She's doing all right. But if for any reason I'm going to get a call from my sister, which I don't expect to be, happen or I wouldn't be here, uh, if that's the case, then Spice has just got to go home and take care of business. And now McAllister, another three. It's raining down threes in the house. She's got four tonight, 16 points. 30 to 20. And on a Wildcats strike again. Right back. Burns with the basket. 30 to 22, with 3.37 to go in the third quarter. But it is awful nice to see this Houlton defense after the other night, or excuse me, offense, starting to warm up in the kitchen a little. And now they go to Doyle. Spins out front, puts it up no good, but fouls. I mean, all of a sudden. Casper, the friendly ghost, he was messing with both the Bulldogs and the Wildcats in that first half, keeping some balls that looked like no doubt they were going to fall in out of the cylinder. But, well, Casper must be busy hunting somebody else right now throughout Maxie Hall. And now Doyle to the line. First one is up and good. So, yeah, the Spice didn't get much sleep last night. Just, you know, you always worry about your kids when they're going into any... Surgery, even though in, in a lot of ways that's considered a minor surgery. The next one is in and out. And then we didn't leave till about 4 o'clock today. I got a cheese stick in me and what else? A oh, banana. I can't wait to eat something after the boys game tonight. I mean, we're kind of having steak and potatoes with these Hubelton Bulldogs in the way they're playing lately. But I need a little something else, maybe some asparagus and a dessert. Go along with her. And now a miss on the offensive end. By the Wildcats. 31-22, a nine-point lead. Like I said, game really just starting to feel like it's in control of the Hamilton Bulldogs. And I don't say that unless I really feel it. Like, you know, there's a lot of times when the boys in that overall semifinal against Matter throughout the year, multiple times, when a game I thought was over the first half. I said, I hate to say it, but this game is, I think, over in the first half. I didn't think that was going to be the case with a Hilton boys. So uh, when I say they're just really in control, I really think from here on out it's Hilton to lose, but a shot clock violation. The one thing that has concerned me, and I'll, I just speak it like it is, and I love these kids. And I root for them, and I'm fans of them all. I bleed Blue Devil Blue and Hewilson Purple and Motown Green and Lisbon Blue and Yellow. But uh, the ball has been up and down, both for the girls and boys. Long times cold, then hot. And I just think if they're both to advance in the state playoffs. They're going to have to play a more rounded, Four-quarter consistent game. And now Devlin, six-foot jumper from the left baseline, good.
2: 31-24.
1: And now the Hilton Bulldogs, Spooner, five-foot jumper, no good. And all of a sudden, here could Governor, Governor just be down by five if they make it here. Here they are in a paint shot, Locked by Spooner. And into the hands of Doyle. And this a big possession in this game right now. It's a possession. If Governor stops and gets a field goal at the other end, they're right back in it. If and scores, they stretch it back out to nine. And now there it is. Into the corner, McAllister. Into the paint. Spooner. Fouled. It's so hard for me, growing up, playing hockey my entire life, and still playing. Just... I'm used to contact seeing it happen. So basketball, sometimes it doesn't seem like there's a ton of contact, but that's, that's the way the game is. That's the right way to call it. That's what it is. It just seems odd to me. I kind of like the old days of the Pistons with Lambeer a little. Bring that back. Spooner misses the first. Second one is up and ribs in and out into Governor Wildcat Smith. Here's their chance right now and right here in this third quarter. Mark my words, they score here, they're kind of back in it. They don't, and can score scores next. Things aren't going to go well. They work it down into the paint, and they are fouled. That is the 13th foul, so Governor will inbound underneath the offensive basket over to the right. There's a big trophy sitting over there. I'm telling you, it would stand up just to about our knees. Maybe a little higher, maybe a little lower, depending on how you're standing lately. And now a turnover by a Wildcat. That's one that you like to have back there, a big possession. And again, this has been this teeter-totter moment. Hewleton, by not scoring on the offensive end, is giving Governor chances to close within five, and it could have been three if they scored on their last couple possessions. Uh, but, uh, in fact, the governor's not scoring, giving in the chance to, to push it out here. And now they work at right corner. Cunningham, three. Good. Holy cow. The bombs are bursting in air. Game through tonight. The Hewleton Bulldogs are still here. 34-24. 24-point lead. 49 seconds to go. There's a three. No good rebounded by Doyle unofficially I don't know how many she's got but I'd say at least seven eight rebounds tonight you know me lucky I could just keep the game on going on in front of me right let alone write down the score and the points and the rebounds and the blocks and the steals and a woman woman's, and then yut, yut, yuck and now here come the Bulldogs a chance at the end of this third quarter to put a staple in her now they go to the top of the yard. Cunningham, the key, the right-hand floater, no good. And rebounded by Reuta. 12 seconds to go. Good luck, coach. Big game, big game. Six seconds to go. And now, Governor, a three in the corner. This would be big, and it rims in and out. Oh, it kind of seemed like the game waited on that three, maybe a little. Hamilton again outscoring Governor, this time 13 to 8 in the third quarter. And holy Jiminy crickets in the wild frontier. This is what happens when you got the great Doc Shay next to you. He pencils in on your scoreboard for you. Ten rebounds for Doyle. She's got eight points. She's looking for a little double double here tonight. Well, we're looking to visit some of our great sponsors and be back next year. On the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400
4: AM. Community Health Center of the North Country. For over 45 years, our team has been providing care for people of all ages in Canton, Governor, Malone, and now in our newest location at 102 Ford Street in Ogdensburg. Our team specializes in family medicine and provides care to all members of the community and is conveniently located on the Ogdensburg City bus route. If the need arises, give our team a try. For over 45 years... Care for thousands of families just like yours.
6: Visit chcnorthcountry.org for more information. When you need friends to help you fight that fight, they're right at the Richard Winter Cancer Center with state-of-the-art cancer treatment. Did you know that the Richard Winter Cancer Center is the only cancer program in the region recognized for exceptional collaborative cancer care by both the Commission on Cancer of the American College of Surgeons and the American College of Radiology the richard winter cancer center in ogdensburg they will help you fight the fight with their exceptional service and state-of-the-art cancer treatment
4: you're listening to am 1400 espn's live coverage of high school sports your north country sports leader is am 1400 espn back to chris spicer
1: I welcome you back. Start of this fourth quarter. Brought to you by Seaway Valley Prevention Council's reality check. Malthorpe outside the paint. Right side jumper, no good. Rebounded by McAllister, who leads all scores tonight. 4-3-16 points. And now Doyle at the top of the arc with the ball. Down in the left corner to Malthorp. Comes into the paint. Takes the jumper. No good. Rebounded by Governor and off them. Hewleton Ball, good call right there by Pat. Well, Heater, if you're in the house tonight, if Heater is in the house, I'm calling more to Hork, Heater from Spicer. Spicer to Heater. If you're in the house, we're wishing you well, brother. And now 7.05 to go. We got just a little bit of a discussion taking place here. Inbound, eventually by the Lady Bulldogs. Underneath the offensive basket to the right. And now the Linbound and McGaugh. Work it over to the right side of the arc. And now a jumper. No good. Rebound by Ryuta. And here come the Governor Wildcats. Pretty much in a must-score offensive trip each time they come up the floor. Fouls or excuse me, jumper from the left side, no good. Rebound. And now a tie up. Jump ball calls. Possession arrow in favor of the Hewelton Bulldogs.
2: Huygurton,
1: that was six forty-five to go. Hewelton working left to right up the floor here in this second half. Will inbound. Hewelton Bulldogs trying to get. To the top of the hill, baby. Top of the hill. Twice. A section 10 class ah! D chance and now a jumper by Michaela Ritchie. 36-24. A 12-point lead now for the Houlton Bulldogs. In control, With 6:19 to go in this fourth quarter. It was a close game for a while. Governor had a chance, but now the lead going the other way. And it was... Where it sat on that teeter-totter, where Governor had multiple opportunities to try to cut its five, even maybe less. And they just couldn't get a basket. And now they work it to the top of the arc. And now, left side jumper, no good. Rebound by Malthor. Put back, no good. And rebounded there by Governor's Bush. And now... A travel or I'm not sure. I didn't see the ref's hands. A violation on the Wildcats bringing the ball up the floor. Hewleton will inbound firmly in control with a 12-point lead now, and have a chance to make it more. Don't you forget, once that sun comes out and starts melting the snow, we can see our driveways fill in the cracks. And get her looking nice and shiny early in the year. Tell you what, maybe you'll get an award. Maybe you'll get an official award from the North Country Sports Authority. If you get your driveway seal, at the top of the hill seal coating, and you're one of the first ten and I see your driveway shining black, I may stop. May stop and give you Oh, baby, our driveway athlete of the week gift certificate. Holy cow, wouldn't that be fun? 5.18 to go. 36-24. Governor back to the ball here. Again, game kind of slowed down, really in the favor of the Hewleton Bulldogs but the Governor Wildcats fighting hard. Pizza puts it up in his senior. 36-26. Cuts it to a 10-point game with 4.57 to go. You need to get through, sir. (laughs) <laughs> just having a little fun. Mr. OFA, Mr. Section 10, Bill Myrna. Oh, pearls of wisdom I could learn about from you in the game of basketball. As he's just standing inside, checking things out here. With 4.51 to go. I'll tell you, it was his days of coaching and me growing up, going on the road to see my friends play. Terry Verzi's still in the top 10. He's got over 1,000 points. An All-Face School of History. Mike Mitchell, another one. Mike Harrison. Good team back in those days. Darren Rock, Good bunch of guys. Playing hard-nosed basketball. And at that time, getting as far as we could get. Playing some real tough teams out of like Syracuse area. In the state playoffs. And now we're back and forth. It's Apollo and rocky going at it here. They're each taking five days. But it's still the Bulldogs remaining standing here,
2: 36-26.
1: Well, as this one winds down, we're going to wrap up, return to ESPN programming just for uh, maybe, maybe max 10 minutes at that, and then we'll be back for the boys' game. And now Governor has it. we we'll to the left elbow. Back into the left side, jumper no good. Rebounded by the Huelton Bulldogs. Nice job by Weston. She works hard around and those boards. No, excuse me, this time it was uh, Martin for the Bulldogs working hard near the boards. And now Huelton has the ball here. Up by 10 with 3.55 to go. Our St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union plays in the game tonight where you are worth more than money, you pick and choose. Like Crayford in the semifinal had a plethora of plays Ryland McAllister had a plethora of threes. A couple of real big ones in the first half to get Hewleton over the hump, take the lead, and start gaining momentum in their way. Currently 3.42 to go, 36-26. Hewleton has the ball on the offensive end and will inbound underneath the basket over to the left off the baseline. Governor started this game with a 5 nothing run answered by a 5-0 run of the Hewilson Bulldogs. Eventually, it was 9-7 Governor at the end of the first quarter. Hewilson started the second quarter, though, on a 7-0 run. To outscore, in that second quarter, Governor 14-7 for the 21-16 five-point lead for the Bulldogs at the half. Hubleton continues that offensive flow, 13 points in the third quarter, outscore Governor 13-8. To have the uh, 34-24 lead, not a lot of baskets though here in this fourth quarter. As the Hewelton Bulldogs just one basket, and the Governor Wildcats just one basket <laughs> through five near five minutes of play. But it now is the Hewelton Bulldogs. Lily Spooner, the junior, going to the line here. It is up and no good. Congratulations to our player of the game, Ryland McAllister, the sophomore. A little bit cold for the. Your exclusive start, home for Major League, League Baseball, AM. Really nice jumpers, some kisses off the glass. Had some tri- three three point, and Spooner makes the next one. Had four three pointers and leading all scorers with 16 points, as he is now on the bed for head coach Rob Powers. Doyle also on the bench finishing with eight points tonight unofficially and over 10 rebounds. A couple steals and a couple blocks. Catherine Cunningham with 10 points tonight. A couple other baskets scored throughout. Michaela Ritchie had one. Lily Spooner foul shot. And now Governor three from the right wing side. No good. Ball goes out. tucks off the Wildcats last and will go to Hubleton. Governor Burns leading score with eight points. Devlin with six. Ryuta's got four. That's the scoring here so far for the most part for the Governor Wildcats. It's the boys team that gets ready to come out on the floor because when this one's over, the overall Section 10 Trophy Championship presentation will take place, and then the boys will come out on the floor. And now McGaw to sophomore, rings one up, 39-26. A 13-point lead. And now working hard, Doyle back into the game. I thought she was done for the game, but back in and got another rebound to add to the total here. So your Hewelton girls, 18 and four, going into the Section 10 Class D playoffs. Winners of three state to go 21 and four. The overall semifinal win 22 and four, and now we'll go to 23 and four on the season. Well, there's no pressure. It's time to go out and have one heck of a good time tonight if you're the boys' basketball team. But, hey, history was made. Boys and girls winning together in the first season ever. Both the boys and girls' Class D basketball championships. And the Houston boys never have clinched an overall Section 10 title. Their chance to do that and make history once again. So that's pretty unique. And, well, that game will be after, as they take on the Canton Bears, and that's going to be, I think, a heck of a basketball game. Both quality, good basketball teams with good athletes and going to be working hard at each other. But I will say this. If Hewelton plays the defense that they're capable of up and down the floor every possession, they are hard to beat if they can be beat. And now the Lady Bulldogs, still with two eleven to go and a 13-point lead. As we kind of broke it down for you, the runs in the first and second quarter to get back in it and then spacing themselves out throughout the third and now the fourth quarter. A pass off Governor's hands and out, and Hewelton will inbound underneath the offensive basket over to the right. Again, congratulations to our Busters player of the game, Sophomore Ryland McAllister, four three-pointers, 16 points, now looking for another as the shot clock, and she was back off the bench, was winding down. And he was just giving the Lady Bulldogs a rest and put pretty much most of his starters back in. Buck 38 to go. When this one's over, we'll return to our normal ESPN programming, take maybe a, a 10-minute break at the most, and then be back for the boys' championship between Hewelton and Canton. The question is, will Dougs be rocking tonight? I mean, they were rocking last weekend with the victories on both sides of the fence. Will they be rocking in the house tonight? Call it the Doug Shack, baby. And now Governor out front, no good. Draw a foul and go to the line. It's all but done and said. It's written up. The Hubleton Bulldogs. Section 10, overall champions since that season of uh, 2017, excuse me, 2016, 2017, when they won their last state championship, and now foul shot is up and good. So, well. You know, why you got a quick chance, pop some popcorn, throw a little bit of hot sauce in there, grab a sarsaparilla or two, and then buckle back in and hope for a good contest next year. And here comes Spooner and company across the middle of the floor with the right-hand dribble. Switches to her left, is to the left, and now the Bulldogs work at top of the arc. In and out of the hand, Spooner trying to save it, but stepping on the baseline with the old left sneaker. And it will go back here to the Wildcats with a buck five to go. The known fact, though, here at SUNY Potsdam, I'm going to give you some history. And this is true history. As I one time here made 10 foul shots in a row, 10 for 10, but only two at a time, and then letting the other partner go. That's some history. Can the Hewitton boys follow that history tonight and feel the magic down through the cylinder? 39 to 29. That's a God's honest, true story. I have a witness. 10 for 10 wouldn't be anything exciting. But 10 for 10, two at a time, and switch in, that's exciting. 30 seconds. All of a sudden, a wild catch within 10. They're going to have to score a lot, a very little amount of time. There's the fan in the hourglass running out here. And now the ball on the floor, Wildcats got it back. Good effort, good work by them. And now they put it up off the left glass and good. 39-31, I don't believe Huelton, oh they will, open look, good. Martin for the Bulldogs, puts it up and in. 41 to 31. That's gonna do it here. And you're Canton. Boys and Hewelton boys up next. But your Hubleton girls have punched their tickets. And our section ten overall champion, 4131. Thank you for listening. Thank Felicia for pressing the button. You and I will be back in about 10. On the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM.
9: If you've been injured in a car accident, don't try to handle your case on your own. Insurance companies will offer you money to settle your claim. Don't sign on that line without consulting with an attorney first. Call the lawyers at the Carlisle Law Firm. We fight every day to recover money from insurance companies. They're not trying to offer you a fair settlement. They're trying to settle your case for less than what it's worth. For 60 years, we've been working to help North Country people who've been injured as a result of other people's negligence. Call the ones at 315-393-1111. Hi, it's Richard from St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union. We have a new share draft rewards program. It's called Premier Rewards. No minimum balance and no monthly fee. Get 2% cash back on debit card purchases up to a max of $8 per month. And get up to $30 in ATM fees refunded per month. Qualifications apply. Contact us or go to our website for more details. St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union, where people are worth more than money. Federally insured by the NCUA
7: Hey, buddy, let's take a little walk. When I say go outside, we go outside. When I say fork it over, you fork it over. Hey, when I say pause the movie, we pause the movie. Cigarettes and cigarette companies are bullies. Don't let tobacco control you or your kids. This message brought to you today by Advancing Tobacco-Free Communities of St. Lawrence, Jefferson, and Lewis County. Community Health Center of the North Country. For over 45
4: years, our team has been providing care for people of all ages in Canton, Governor, Malone, and now in our newest location at 102 Ford Street in Ogdenburg. Our team specializes in family medicine and provides care to all members of the community and is conveniently located on the Ogdenburg City bus route. If the need arises, give our team a try. For over 45 years, Care for thousands of families just like yours. Visit chcnorthcountry.org for more information.
6: When you need friends to help you fight that fight, they're right at the Richard Winter Cancer Center with state-of-the-art cancer treatment. Did you know that the Richard Winter Cancer Center is the only cancer program in the region recognized for exceptional collaborative cancer care by both the Commission on Cancer of the American College of Surgeons and the American College of Radiology? the Richard Winter Cancer Center in Ogdensburg. They will help you
0: fight the fight with their exceptional service and state-of-the-art cancer treatment. Enjoy one of Buster's Sports Bar and Restaurant's nightly food specials this week. Wednesday's dinner special is Spaghetti with Oscar's Famous Meatballs. Thursday, turkey dinner with all the fixins. Friday, haddock fish fry with side and salad. On Saturday, prime rib dinner and is it tasty? Sunday, open-faced prime rib sandwich. Come in and eat. Curbside pickup? Get it delivered through Buster's or Food Fetch. Many ways to get your Buster's fix. Buster's and Ogden is open Wednesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8.30. Thank you for listening to High School Sports on the North Country Sports Authority ESPN 1400 a.m. with Chris Spicer. Follow High School Sports all season long right here at ESPN 1400 a.m.